If you're too serious, then trust me, clients don't want to work with you that way either because you're stressed and you're not fun. And people want to have an experience and they want to be with somebody that's going to make them smile and laugh and have a good time because this world is already so daunted and depression as it is. Be that little light for them. Agent Power Huddle is a daily jumpstart giving you all the tools you need to create an amazing real estate career. Led by top experts in the field, you'll learn how to sell more houses in less time while creating the life you want. Welcome to the Agent Power Huddle. Good morning, everybody. How are you guys? Hi, Sarah. Good to see you again. Hey, Carrie. All right, you guys, I'm going to ask that you guys turn on your screens because one, I don't like talking to a black screen. I like to make sure that I am talking to people that you guys can actually resonate with what I'm saying. Uh, and so if I can see that you are, it's going to be better for you and your business. It's going to be better for your clients. It's going to be better for your po pockets as well. Um, let me see how many here. Um, let's do this. We're talking about lead gen and conversion today. I want to see how many people have been in the business for one to two years. One, two, three, all right. Anyway, anybody in the business for about five or under? I'm trying to gauge where you guys are at business wise. Okay. Uh, anybody been in the business for seven to 10 years? A few. All right. So uh, give me a, if you guys are can in the chat, what are you guys looking to get from this um, today? Because I want to make sure I'm hitting what you guys need um, because my lead gen and conversion can be uh, quite all over the place. And so what is it that you guys are looking for? If you guys can come off mute or either tap in the chat, that would be helpful for us to figure out where you guys need the most help. I would say lead generation. What, what specifically, Steve? Because lead, lead generation can cover so many different things, right? Um, well, I would say that probably connecting with past clients, uh, okay. potential buyers, um, okay. connecting with them, doing a better job of collect, connecting with past clients. Okay. Um, perfect. Thank you, Steve. I'll, I'll make sure we get on that. Uh, go ahead, Jackie. I would agree with what Steve said, but also engaging with people after an open house. After an open house. Good one. Yeah, that's a good one. Anybody else? The more engagement we have, the better this is going to be for you guys. I promise. No. Mm -hmm. Lani, I just joined. What was the question? What are you guys looking for to get out of this? Oh. So uh, Judith said, nurturing relationships and friendships and clients. How social media is effective in your angle. Sarah said, been logging in as much as possible. Get my mind right. New ideas connecting with y'all. All right, you guys. So, uh, if I'm correct, it looks like you guys are trying to figure out how to stay connected with, with past clients, how to form those new relationships, whether that's somebody over the internet, 
after an open house or just trying to be in relationship. Is that correct, you guys? Can I get a hands up? Hands up, hands up, hands up. The more I see, the better. Fantastic. So Sarah was here yesterday and we actually kind of went over a little bit of this yesterday um, on how to do some free events. Suma was here yesterday as well. Uh, Suma, did you like it yesterday? Did you get good content? Yeah. So yesterday we went over how can we connect with our past clients doing uh, free or basically very cheap and expensive um, events. Um, So we can continue on that. Uh, But I will say this, you guys, if you guys are looking to build that relationship, uh, being that we range from like one years to 20 years in this business, I'm going to give you guys the best tip that helps me grow my business and still helps me to continue to get business on a daily basis. So one thing I will say is to to call your past clients. I know you guys hate the phone. I know you guys hate it. But (laughs) I will say this, you guys, don't think of it as a love-hate relationship. Think of it as you are reconnecting in a relationship with somebody who has already trusted you, somebody who's already done business with you, somebody who already likes you, right? And so if you guys look at it that way, then it's going to be a little bit easier. Now, how many of you guys have not called your past clients in quite some time? Raise your hand. Oh, man. Then you guys get that dreaded feeling in your stomach. You're like, what am I going to say? I haven't talked to them in like a year or two or like five or whatever, right? How many of you guys feel that? Raise your hand. Yeah, right? And you're like, I don't want to just be calling just to call. So who wants to do a little role script with me, role play on how something like that, you can overcome that and still build that relationship? Because here's the thing. We're building a relationship one way or the other. We're either building our relationship to stay in relationship or we're building the relationship to take ourselves out of relationship. You're moving that needle one one way or the other. Does that sound fair? So who wants to role play? Sarah, yeah. All right, all right, all right. So do you want to be the agent or you want to be the, the client that I haven't talked to in like a couple of years? Um, I can be either one. I'll be the client. Okay. I'll be the agent. Yeah, no, you can be the client. It's good. Uh, yeah. All right. So let's say ring, ring, ring. Hello. Hey, sir. It's Lonnie. How are you? Hey, Lonnie. How are you doing? Long, long time no talk, huh? I know. Oh, my gosh. I know. I'm so sorry. I failed at uh, t- touching bases with you, but I was just thinking about you the other day, and I was thinking about all the people that really impacted my life um, and why I am where I am today, and you really came to the forefront of my mind, and I just wanted to reach out and tell you, like, thank you so much for being there in my corner. Thank you for supporting me. I truly do appreciate you. I love seeing you and your boys at the football practice and the football scrimmage. I mean, I might not uh, talk to you every single day, but I am definitely following you. I love seeing how you're growing. And I just want to say thank you. Um, Is there anything that I might be able to help you out with right now? I know the holidays are coming up. Um, You are quite involved in a lot of things. So just wanted to reach out and see. Uh, no, I mean, I don't really plan on selling anytime soon, but if you could send me a market analysis, that would be great. Yeah. What's, what's curious about the market analysis? Uh, just with the 
market being so crazy a couple of years ago. I just want to see what my value is at. Yeah, yeah, I can definitely do that. Send me over what you owe on the interest rate and I'd be happy to do that. Can I uh, get it over to you in the next few days? Yeah, whenever. There's no hurry. All right, perfect. Well, I just wanted to tell you, thank you so much for touching my life. Like literally, Sarah, I would love to get a coffee with you. Um, How does next Tuesday or Thursday work for you? Oh, um, Thursday sounds better. Thursday sounds better. Two or four? Two. Perfect. I'm going to put you on my calendar right now. And then uh, if you have any questions or concerns, we'll definitely uh, feel free to reach out to me and I'll bring the market analysis with me when we have coffee. Awesome. Thank you. Awesome. Thanks so much. I hope you have an amazing day. You too. All right. Perfect. What did I do in that script, you guys? What did I do? Not what happened you did not make it about real estate she did exactly exactly and did i acknowledge how long it's been since i talked to her yeah but what else did i do what did i do when i followed up with that right away you praised them praised them what did like how told them how good they were uh good to work with and uh, made your business better and just kind of kept it about her and her family. Okay. Do you think when you make a phone call like that, even if it's been six months, a year, two years, five years, that somebody's going to feel appreciated once they get off the phone call with you? Do you think that you can make those type of phone calls? Yeah. How many people yeah, think that? How many? Yeah. Right. And that's easy PD. Like, and what did she say? I wanted a mark analysis, even though I'm not looking to sell, but what are we going to do? We're going to meet for coffee. Because here's the thing, you guys, most sellers are in the spectrum of like one day to 400, I think 32 or 37 days of selling. So she might not really can be considering it right now, but she might be on that spectrum. And guess what? I'm going to be at the beginning of that. Do you understand how that relationship works? Because here's the thing. You guys should be getting at least 20 referrals a year from people that you know, whether that's past clients, friends, family, your SOI, 20, 20 referrals. And if you're not getting 20 referrals, well, somebody like me are taking them. Is that what would 20 transactions do for your business for a year? How many of you would be happy with 20 referrals in one year? Raise your hand. I would, right? I love referrals. They are the best, right? Would that make you feel or help your business, especially in this market, knowing that you have 20 pieces of business because you stayed in relationship with people? Yeah. How many of you guys have a uh, Facebook page? Raise your hand. How many of you have past clients that are on your Facebook? Almost every single one of you guys. How many of you guys have a VIP page just for them? Mm -hmm. Do it. Do it, do it, do it. I have my all of my past clients, current clients, and any clients who want to work with me in my VIP page. Okay. Oh. This is where I give them updated information before I give to anybody else. I give them upcoming listings that I know that are coming before anybody else, because technically we're not supposed to do any coming soons here in Washington state, but 
what can somebody do if it's my VIP page and they don't have access, they can't see that I'm not doing something that they don't know that I should be doing, right? So here's the thing. Do you think my clients feel a little bit more special that they get to see any inventory that I might have coming up on the market first or any inventory that I know of other agents that are coming on the market first that they get to have a look at first? Yeah. All of my events go on my VIP page as well. Right. I'm doing a trunk or treat this weekend. Um, guess who found out first? They did. When I wanted to figure out what raffle prize to give away, guess who uh, got to vote on it? They did. Right. Do you think they have a say in how my business goes a little bit? Right. I'll be quite honest. I am uh, doing a magazine ad. I have two two page spread and two different magazines for funeral homes. You guys for funeral homes. And guess who got to edit and put in their say when I needed some help? They did. Do you think they feel invested in my business? What do you think that does for them? Somebody give me some, some answers. They feel special. Why? Because you're giving them attention and they're giving them VIP service. You're highlighting them because they're uh, paying attention to you and you're paying attention to them. Yeah. So by me saying like, hey, can you guys help edit this for me? Or what do you guys think about this, this and this? Do you think they might have a little bit of say on how I uh, move around in my business? They have no ownership of my business, but they have a little bit of a say. Right. And yeah. why for me personally, why I do that is because I want to make sure that my material, my marketing, whatever I do is appealing to my clientele. And if it doesn't appeal to them, then I want to figure out what it is that does not sit well with them. So that way I can tweak it right away before I put it out to the masses. Does that make sense? You guys like your VIP group is something that's cheap it's free and it's easy to do it's also something that if you guys have past clients on your facebook it's a great way to stay in relationship okay i use my facebook like a crm so like when i said hey sarah i love seeing your boys grow like she was literally at a scrimmage game with the boys parents versus kids uh the other day how did i know that because i see sarah's stuff on facebook and I go into acknowledge that. Like if I see um, somebody going through a divorce or if I see them having a hard time or they're separating or they just announced a baby or they moved to a new job or they lost their job or a loved one passed away. Like I have a system. It's called AM cards. Write it down. AM cards. AM cards. AM cards. It's $40 a month and you can personalize it. They have a whole bunch of different cards that you can do. You can put your own signature in there. You can add your own pictures. So if you did a closing, you can take a picture of your people and put it on the front of the card. They will mail it out and post it next day. And it's very nice. You can also send brownies, cupcakes, books, $2 bills, gift cards, uh, diner cards, uh, Home Depot cards, uh, I'm going to say check it out because use your Facebook. If you guys are trying to figure out how to stay in a relationship and you see somebody on your Facebook, especially 
a past client going through something, get in your AM cards, shoot them out a card, and let them know that you're thinking of them. You can give them a call, pick them up. Hey, I just saw that your post and it looks like you've been having a hard time. Is there anything I might be able to help you out with? Like, these are the type of things, like, you don't have to make it harder than what it needs to be. Everything is up in your in your mind. And your drunk monkey is telling you, like, oh, my gosh, don't reach out. Oh, my gosh, I hate the phone. Oh, my God. Like, what if they don't remember who I... Stop it. Stop it. Because your entire life can change with one decision. Okay? And this is the market right now. I'm going to tell you guys, like, this market that we are in, it's going to be all about... How are you building relationships with others? How are you staying in relationship? And how are you serving and showing up authentically? Okay, this is not a fast paced market where you have a buyer and you can just throw them away because they're not exactly ready and you have 20 more buyers waiting. No, that's not the market. Okay, this market, you have to nurture these relationships. And for any of you guys who are following me on Facebook right now, if you guys don't, are not, follow me on Facebook because you guys will see what I'm doing. You guys will see that I am still closing transactions. Like I'm still in business. I'm still doing a lot of business. Like I'm doing a lot of events right now. Like I have the truck or treat going on that my VIP group is getting invited to. Actually, I'm going to call all of them today to make sure that they know right uh and when in my vip group i have turkey bingo coming up pretty soon i have a dpa class uh coming up pretty soon like i am busy i'm doing eight open houses a month like i am non-stop right if you guys want to make it in this business especially in this market you guys are going to have to do what does not feel good and i'll be quite honest with you guys very very honest I don't like doing open houses, but how many am I doing? Eight. I'm doing eight open houses a month. I don't like them. I don't really care for them. Why? Because especially like, especially right now in Washington state, it's cold, it's rainy, it's windy, it's nasty, it's gross. And I get cold very easily because I don't have no body heat. And, uh, I don't, I don't like, I don't enjoy it, but I also know like right now I'm telling you guys, please, please, please hear me out this season, this season, this season, put in the work and you will get the most serious buyers and the most serious sellers out there right now. This is my all time favorite season to work. I do more business in this season because everybody else doesn't want to work. They want to go on holiday. They want to go on vacation. They have uh, trips planned. They just, it's too cold. It's nasty. It's the sun's not shining. Like there's every excuse under the sun on why they don't want to do business. Yeah. Right. Like, and if you guys know this, that's less competition for you guys. That's less like stack your pipeline. Now stack it. Like, you guys need business? How many of you guys need business? Raise your hand. I'm going to raise my hand because I want business every day. And if you guys don't want business, send it over to my way. Okay? I don't care where you guys are at. Just send it to me and I'll go refer it out and get a referral. Does that make sense, you guys? Like, these are the things that you need to do. And here's the thing. You don't have to do it by yourself. You can get your lender partner to do it with you. So that way you're not lonely. 
You don't like to put out the open house signs? Pay a, a neighborhood kid or pay an, uh, somebody else to put out your signs for you. Okay. This is helping you guys some. Steve, you have something to say? Were you going to say something? I was going to say yes. <laughs> it's helping. Yeah. Am I hitting on uh, what you need? It, well, I mean, doing open houses. Um, I've thought about doing them. I'm like you. I do not like doing them unless they're my own listing. So um, right now we don't have, well, we have one listing coming up, but, um, you know, I, I need to do listings, full listings for other yes. properties that are not mine. Yeah. Um, I'm, I'm doing open houses regardless if they're mine or not. Right. If I'm hitting eight a month, then trust me, they're not on my listings, right? Um, but here's the thing. Do your clients know that? No. No. Right? Does your social media know that? No. What they see, perception is reality. If they see you out there doing open houses, if they see you out there showing houses, um, how many of you guys have buyer tours in your, I mean, sorry, not buyer tours, agent tours uh, once a week in your area? Raise your hand. Okay. Even if you don't, even if you don't, I'm going to say once a week, I don't care what day it is, Tuesday, Wednesday, put block it out on your calendar, go and tour five to 10 homes, do videos of it. You don't put, don't post them back to back. What you're going to do is you're going to use those videos and you're going to post them throughout the week and say, look at this house that I just saw, blah, blah, blah. It's a three bit. If you want some questions, right? Because here's the thing. Perception is reality. Okay. If they think you're busy, if they think you have an open house, if they think you have listings, guess what? They want to work with somebody who is busy. They don't want to work with an agent who's not doing anything. Okay. There's another little secret for you guys. Right. Perception is reality. Like during my open house, I had my last open house. We were slammed, slammed. So busy that I I was thirsty. My mouth was like cotton mouth because I was talking so much. I didn't even get to talk to everybody because <laughs> we had so many people through. And then at the same time, my my lender who was hosting it with me, like she, we both of us couldn't talk to everybody who came through. We were raffling off a bouquet of candy and a $50 gift card. Okay. Like there are things that you can do that make you stand out. When you're doing an open house, specifically, especially if it's not a new listing, make sure you are circle dialing or neighborhood knocking. Like, and again, nobody wants to knock doors, right? Who wants to knock doors? Raise your hand. Nobody. But guess where the money's at? Guess where the money's at, you guys? Doing that because those neighbors who are coming through that open house, those are sellers. Those are sellers which means now you have a two for one, right? Again, do I like doing open houses? No. However, I know what this market is requiring. I also know that I want my business to survive, right? So if I want my business to survive, well, what's the bigger pain point? Me knocking doors, do me doing open houses, me lead generating for three hours, me having conversations where I haven't maybe talked to somebody for three, six, maybe a year, right? Or 
going to get a nine to five, somebody telling me what time I need to be to work, somebody telling me what time I need to take a break, somebody telling me what time I have to take a lunch, somebody telling me what time my next break is, and somebody telling me if I have to work overtime or not, somebody telling me that I can go home at this time, or somebody telling me that I I can maybe have a two-week vacation out of the year, then I need to get it approved. What is more painful? And to me, that scenario is a thousand times more painful. What is more painful for you guys? Like, are you guys on the verge of needing needing to go find another job? Because right now, 50% of agents by the end of this year are no longer going to be in business. And is that going to be you because you don't want to pick up the phone? Is that going to be you because you don't want to do an open house? Is that going to be you because you don't want to do what you need to do right now? I hope not. I hope not. I want to see every single one of you thrive, but I will be very honest with you. This market hit everyone at the same time. This market, it didn't care if you were a mega producer, a non-producer, a middle producer, everybody got hit. And right now we've been in this market long enough where everybody is either going to shift and tweak or people are going to put their head in the sand, pray that it passes, and be out of business. Okay? What what side do you guys want to be on? I know I shifted my, my business. I'm doing a lot of things I don't want to do. I don't want to do them at all. Like, I even, I'll be quite honest, I even got myself a dialer, something that I was petrified of using for 10 years, you guys, 10 years. I was petrified, petrified, scared to the bones because I was like, oh my gosh, I don't know how to do this. What if it's calling somebody else and I'm not done with writing my notes or doing, I did it anyways. I can dial for three hours and it's literally having me dial for like six. Does that make sense? Like this market. And then here's the other thing when, I'm talking to people, whether it's a internet lead, a cold lead, like it doesn't matter um, if they give me some type of attitude and they're like, hey, uh, I was just looking. I don't really care. Blah, blah, blah. I'm like, hey, Steve, you know what? I'm doing my job. You put your information in. I'm calling you back because I wanted to make sure that you had your questions or your concerns answered. And if you don't want to do something, that's quite all right, because I don't want you to do something that you're not ready to do. And I'm not looking to work with you if you're not willing to do anything, because I want to help the people who want to do something right now. That's legit what I say. And you know what? Their their attitude changes so freaking fast. I'm looking for the motivated. I'm not looking to motivate. Did you guys hear that? I'm looking for the motivated. I'm not looking to motivate. So if they're not ready to go, I'm like, great, fantastic. Let me get to the next call. Because right now, the dial is, it's in the numbers of contacts. Whether that's open house, that's dials, that's door knocking, that's face to face, right? Your conversion is going to matter with how many people you are connecting with. Okay, so we have a couple minutes left. Um, I know I went over a lot. I don't know if that helped. Did that? Did you guys feel like you guys got a lot of inf information, good information, things that you guys can use? Do you guys have questions or concerns? Like address them now because I want to make sure that you guys get the information needed um, to be successful. What's going on, Rachel? 
Mm-hmm. Oh, you're on mute. There you go. Yeah. I actually had a couple questions. Um, one had to do with if it's not your listing. I'm in the one to two years, even less. Okay. Uh, so um, I wanted to know if it's not your listing, what is your role when or, you know, do you ask to cover open houses yeah. or is yeah. that? Okay. Um, yeah. So then- what? So what I'll do here, so that way you know how to do it, um, because maybe you do, but somebody else here doesn't, is I will call that agent or I will text that agent if they don't answer. I'll try to build a relationship with them really quickly, right? Because I want them to trust me with their listing and say, hey, I saw that you just put a listing on the market today. I was wondering if you could let me host it, you know, Saturday and Sunday from 11 to 1. Uh, I've been in the business for however many years. Um, I'll be sure to make sure that as soon as we uh, close the open house that I give you feedback so that way you can give it to your sellers directly. Please let me know if that works. Yeah. Right. And then I'll have two or three picked out that just came on the market that I want to be with. Now, sometimes I strike out on all three of them and that's okay. I'm just going to continue going, but I'm going to search the the areas that I want to be in. I'm going to search different price points, right? Because different price points bring different buyers. Mm -hmm. Right. And then I'm also going to search different uh, criteria. Right. A two bedroom, one bath compared to a four bedroom, two and a half bath compared to, you know, um, Tacoma versus Puyallup or what area, you know, a 350 compared to a 700. Right. Does that make sense? Yeah. Okay. I do have another question. Too. Yeah. yeah. Um, do you recommend or, you know, anyone can answer this is looking is it helpful to to pick a a niche market or niche niche market um to focus in because it's it's just such a you know just cold um do you is that something that you focus on and um I will say this as of right now, like for the last 10 years, I didn't really focus on a a niche, right? Um, I will say right now, currently, um, I finally found a really good business partner that I think I can um, work with. Uh, I've been working on something for five years. I finally brought her in and it's me working with silver lining clients. Um, And so we are going to uh, like my funeral ad, right? My funeral ads are specific to life transition, bereavement, people who need to transfer into hospice or something like that. Right. Um, So I'm really dialing, dialing in on the baby boomers. Um, They have the biggest amounts of wealth, but they also require a lot of patience. They're not very tech savvy, which again, you have to do a lot of face to face. Right. Um, And so for me, I'm really starting to dial more into that because now I have the right business partner. Now, some people focus on VA. Some people focus on um, first time buyers. Some are uh, specific, specifically luxury. I'm going to say focus on whatever you feel most passionate about and then start focusing on that. But don't turn around. Don't turn away any business that comes that doesn't fit that niche. Does it make sense? Okay. Yeah. Anybody else? Uh, keys, Lori. Hi. Okay. Quick question. I wanted to go back to when you were talking about using the dialer mm-hmm. and that you want to uh, find motivated people, not motivate people. I totally get that. And I understand. But my question is, so if you dial somebody and they're just absolutely not interested, just looking, you said you just 
move on to the next one. Um, do you at least put them on like an auto drip email yeah. or anything like yeah. that? So maybe they might be ready in the future. Yeah. And I, I'll ask them like, what, what brought you on? If you're just looking they're like, Oh, I'm looking for my daughter or uh, my lease isn't up for like another year or whatever case may be. I'm like, all right, well, is it okay if I just continue to send you a few listings? Are there anything that you need me to tweak? Um, and can I follow up with you in like two to three months? Awesome. Right. Awesome. Um, so very no matter cool. what, like I might not continue that conversation very long, but I'm still going to put them on some kind of drip and I'm going to get permission to say, hey, can I follow up with you in two to three months to see where you might be at at that time? And Got then it. I'll put totally um, and then what I'll do is I'll put a calendar reminder on my calendar for like 15 minutes to say, call this person back, say what CRM I, uh, they're from their phone number. And then it's in my, uh, my, uh, calendar as well, besides just a reminder in my CRM, because I'll tell you, I'll be very quite honest. My reminders in my CRM, I don't really pay much attention to. <laughs> right. Unless it's in my calendar, like if it's not in my calendar, it doesn't exist. That's just kind of how my mind works. So if it's in my calendar, I know I'm going to call back. I get it. Yeah, no, totally great. Um, and one other question, um, you had talked about doing ads for like bereavement and uh, those kind of situations where people are maybe have passed away or are going into hospice or they're having this major life change. Mm -hmm. How do you structure those ads or those contacts without it seeming like we're just a realtor, you know, pouncing on their troubles? Yeah. So like I have it with the, um, I have two different funeral homes that I have these ads in. So it's not like me pouncing, it's me offering services, uh, for these life transition things. So you can always find uh, maybe find a couple uh, funeral homes, create a brochure and see if they'll put it out there for you. Interesting. You actually leave the brochure at the funeral home? Yeah, and see if they want to partner with you. Oh, oh interesting. Okay, cool. Thank you so much. Mm -hmm. Lonnie, I have Anybody a question. Else? Yeah, I have yeah, a question, yeah. Lonnie. So in our area, I think we're in the, we're in the same MLS. I'm in Seattle. Um, I, I love the idea of going through open houses and video or not open houses, but new listings and videotaping them with, if they're not my listing, but how mm -hmm. do you get around the rule that you can't videotape inside a house? I still do it. No. <laughs> okay. You're a rule breaker. <laughs> uh, only, you know, sometimes it depends. Right. But I mean, quite honestly, like if you look at it, everybody's doing it, like everybody's still doing it. Okay. Right. Um, and so uh, sometimes it's better to ask for forgiveness than to ask for permission. I'll just put it that way. Yeah. Well, right. I will tell you, Lonnie, long before you were even a real estate agent, probably when I first started, I got a fine from the MLS for doing something that, you know, the ask for forgiveness thing. And that's always like kind of. I'm not going to lie. I got a fine right? too. I've gotten What's a that? fine from I said I've gotten a fine from the MLS once as well. I'm gonna knock on wood uh, right now. Um, but I also know that there's so many agents and so many brokers out there that are doing tours that are showcasing the house or like this is what a three hundred and fifty thousand dollar house will get you in Tacoma or this is what a five hundred thousand dollar house will get you out in Seattle, right? People are still doing it. I remember when that rule first came out because I was like, what the hell? Um, and <laughs> Uh, I stopped doing it for a while, but then I'm like, no, I'm going to pick it back up. And I mean, can I get a slap on the hand um, if you choose to turn me in, Steve? Then yes. Right. But mm -hmm. um, I also know that 
perception is reality. And I'm going to continue serving at a very high level and showcasing what can and cannot be done and what's available for our clients out there um, who might be on the fence. Because as of right now, um, to get somebody from especially a buyer in this market, right? Because they're so concerned with interest rate, the payment. Like, do you know, like, I will be very honest with you guys in our in our market or we're out in Seattle, Tacoma area and Washington state. The a buyer needs to make at least seven thousand dollars a month to qualify for a three hundred to three hundred and fifty thousand dollar home. That's insane. That's insane. So for me, if I'm going to show some kind of value, especially if they're like, can you like. A single family trying to make $7,000 a month and pay for food and pay for groceries and pay the blah, 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 right? I need to make sure that I am adding some type of value of why they should be talking to me as an agent to help them reach their real estate goals. Does that make sense? And I'm and I'm not trying to be like a rule breaker, but if I'm a rule breaker, then there's a lot of other agents in the MLS that are rule breaking too. I can guarantee you that and I see them all the time. Right. So I would say, Steve, do that and don't worry about it. Like, I know you're probably, uh, you, are you a, a high C? <laughs> I'm compliant, Lonnie. <laughs> <laughs> you are. <laughs> you're, uh, but you know what, Steve, is it hurting you or is it helping you? Uh, being compliant. Well, you know what? Business was so great. Being compliant wasn't an issue, right? But now it's yeah. really dropped off. So, you know, we're thinking outside of the box. And I'm yeah, doing and things. You, I need to do things that get me out of my comfort zone. That's yeah, and I think, because and I, it'll either be feast or famine. Yeah. And I think right now this market calls for out of the box thinking. Right. And so I really want you to look up some other agents on social media and see if they're posting videos. And if they're not posting videos, they're probably not doing any business. Right. But look at the agents that are doing business. Are they they're posting videos? Yeah. They're doing I, think, I think, Lonnie, maybe if I just call the agent, and say, hey, I want to do a quick tour, promote your house on, on my oh, yeah. Facebook page. Who's going to not want to do that? Right. So or allow that. So well, especially if the house has been sitting for a hot second, too. Right. Right. Like, right. yeah. Definitely, definitely take a bit. And if that makes you feel better, then do it that way. Right? Yeah, that's a good but, middle, middle ground. Yeah. <laughs> Look at you stepping out of your comfort zone. There you Love go. It. I'm pretty good. Yeah. <laughs> uh, anybody else have any questions? Um, because this is like, you guys, this market, yes, this market is hard, but it also can be a market where it can be really, really fun too. Like, make it fun again. Because if you're too serious, then trust me, clients don't want to work with you that way either because you're stressed and you're not fun. And people want to have an experience and they want to be with somebody that's going to make them smile and laugh and have a good time because this world is already so daunted and depression as it is. Like be that little light for them. And trust me, they'll be that little light for you at the same time. Does that sound fair? Great point. Other questions? How do you manage your time? <laughs> um, oh, man. <laughs> I will be quite honest with you. Um, I almost overslept this morning for this uh, for this Zoom because I have been running nonstop. Uh, I, when I made my commitment to do what I was going to do, like I literally wrote out video, like calendars for the last 
for the last quarter, right? And so I've been going like this is my September calendar. Mm-hmm. You guys can see how much stuff, and those are just activities. That's not my lead gen, that's not my uh show-ins, that's not my list of appointments. Those are just uh activities, uh open houses, uh seminars, fire seminars, whatever case may be like. Right now, I probably haven't had a day off and I don't know how long. Um, I'm working probably 15, 16 hour days, um, to be quite honest with you. I also have a 15 month old daughter and a wife. Uh, do I have a lot of time? I don't. Um, but I also know that for me, I'm not going to say for you guys, but for me specifically, for me to feel good in my mind, I'm going to do what it needs to take right now in this market to make sure that my business not only survives, but when the, the interest rates change, that my business will thrive. Okay. Does that make sense? And yeah. I don't know if any of you guys have read the uh, million dollar uh, millionaire real estate book, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah. The shift or the shift book, right? Uh, right. The shift book. This literally, it is a shift. We are in a shift right now. Okay. And this market literally states that um, I know that our market is down about 60% in our market in Washington state. Now, every market is going to be different. Okay. So if our market is down 60% in Washington state, well, guess what? My efforts and my activities increased by 60%. Why did I do that? So that way I can make sure that my business not only survives, but thrives when it changes. And like, is that is it hard right now? Because my daughter who's 15, well, she'll be 15 months here pretty soon. She's missing me like crazy. And I know this and it breaks my heart. But I also know that I want to be able to make sure that if she needs a new, new, new clothes or food because she's super freaking picky to eat like she's the pickiest baby to eat ever like i don't understand it but like or that she makes i can make sure that she has a type of formula that she wants when she goes to bed or like me thinking about this stuff and if i don't have the resources to do it that literally breaks my soul yeah so i would rather break my soul right now putting in 60 percent more activities to ensure that my daughter and my wife have the the things needed to not feel the pain in this market. Does that make sense? Yes. And so I might not have a lot of time. I might be running on like very little steam, but I also know like every morning I wake up and I say, if when I don't want when I don't want to get up and that happens quite often, I'm going to be quite, quite honest with you guys. Like the thing that I say to myself is in order to be successful, I need to do this. In order to make it through this market, I need to do this. Like, in order to provide for my family, I need to do this, right? Because here's the thing. If you are at work and you're not making those phone calls, if you're not doing those open houses, if you're not making those dials, like, you are stealing from your family. You're stealing from, you're robbing your bank account. Because if you're not doing those activities, then you should be with your family, right? And if you're with your family, then you're robbing from your clients, because you have a gift and your gift is to help as many people as possible. And then you know that, then you should be serving at a higher level. And when you're not doing that and you're not honoring your skills and you're not honoring your gift and you're not honoring your family or your clients either which way, you're robbing somebody. Yeah. Okay. Which one is it going to be? 
And that's that's just kind of how I look at it. Now, I am running. I'm not going to lie. I'm running. I'm running all the time. Uh, and sometimes it is stressful. And sometimes I'm like, gosh, I wish I had a break. And I wish that I had more time. But I also know that all my activities right now are going to pay off. They might not. Like, and, and it is like right now I have like I just closed one in escrow. I have four in escrow right now. I have an active listen. I have three other listens getting ready to hit the market. Do you think that you would tell that we're in a down market right now from my activities that I just said? No, you guys have no clue. Right. But you guys know because you guys are in this business with me. So is it paying off for me? Yeah. Right. And yeah. it gives me a little bit of peace of mind knowing that, you know what, I am transacting. I am helping families right now who didn't think that they could buy a house or sell their house or whatever, can make that move because of interest rates or the market or whatever. Like I'm serving not just my client, I'm serving my community and I'm making having peace of mind that my family is taken care of. And you just kind of have to weigh the pros and cons, right? And for me, the con is like, yes, I'm missing time with my family right now. But the pro is, is like, I know that I don't have to go get a nine to five job that tells me when and where I need to be at a certain time. I know that I am making more money doing this than I would at a nine to five job. Right? Yeah, correct. And so, you, yeah, you just have to pick your bigger pain point. Okay. We run away from pain, not towards pleasure. Mm -hmm. Right? So if you guys are like, I don't really want to do this. Well, I want you to imagine the worst when you guys are like, I don't want to make this phone call. I don't want to make this dial. I don't want to do this open house. All right. Well, you don't want to do it. But I want you to think of like the worst possible scenario. What if you had to lose your house? Yeah. What if you had to give up your car? What if you couldn't afford groceries for your family? What if you couldn't pay the electric bill? I really want you guys to sit and think with that because when you can imagine that, you're going to start moving ways that you didn't think you would move. Does that sound fair? Yes. Perfect. And I know that I went over you guys and I apologize, but I'm hoping that this is helping you guys because you guys are still here. Yes, helpful. Very nice. Questions? Anybody else got questions? Anything else that you guys want me to touch on? Yeah, I have a quick question. Um, you yeah. mentioned that you do seminars. Are these in-person seminars or virtual seminars? Um, they are both. They are both. So I do um, seller seminars. I do buyer seminars. Um, I do financial seminars. I do uh, agent mastermind groups. Uh, that one's in person because I want that relationship because I'm also used it for agent attraction. Um, so the more that I can give to somebody, the better that they will want to come work with me later on. So it's not me literally saying like, I need you to come over to EXP today, right? No, it's me providing value. Again, with just the same thing on Facebook, um, whether that's clientele or agents, like providing value so that way they see they want to come work with you and join you, right? Like the thing is, is with the consumer, even with agents, you need to remove the friction as much as possible. And think about your processes, right? Think about your systems. Where is there friction and how can you remove it? Does okay. that sound good? Yes, thank you so much for sharing. You're very welcome. Any other questions, you guys? 
do we have any limit in opening the facebook accounts like a business page personal page vip page we can open number of pages yeah yeah okay yeah mm-hmm. yeah anybody else Oh, I'm glad that you guys got some value from this, Steve. I hope to see you out there, sent here, especially in my area, in my neck of the woods. Find me on Facebook. Um, I'm, already, I'm already following you. <laughs> <laughs> um, I think you're and, a little rock star. Oh, thank you. Thank yeah. you. Thank you. You guys are, all, and here, you know what, you guys, I'm going to leave off with this. I am no different than you guys. I am the same as you guys. I'm just putting in a lot more hours. That is it. That's the only difference. Does that sound fair? So you guys can be just as good as me. I promise you guys I'm no better uh, than you guys. All right. I am just determined not to lose in this market. Okay. Very nice. I I cannot find you. The only profile that, I mean, I I can't find you, but the profile that I see, the last activity is from April 10th. Uh, you can't find me? It's Lonnie Fisher. Um, Lonnie Fisher. And it's yes, a Lonnie Fisher, but the last post is from April 10th. Oh, you're looking at my, my old business page, and that my old business page got hacked. Um, okay. And so it's it's a picture of me and my daughters, my my daughter, my bonus daughter, and my wife. And I believe it's the no hate, no hate on our our cheek. Oh, there are like four people on the picture. Yep, yep. Okay. And we're in like white t-shirts. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, okay. Yep. All right, you guys have a money making weekend. Uh, I wish you guys the best and good luck to you guys. Thank you so much. Thank you. All right, have a good one, you guys. If you'd like more information or to get connected to the Agent Power Huddle, join our free Facebook group. This call was designed for the agents in our EXP organization, but open to any agent from any brokerage. If you're a guest and you're interested in learning more about EXP or our specific resources within the Agent Collective, reach out to the person who invited you to this call to get more info. Produced by the Agent Collective Media Network.